everybody, welcome to Fundamentalist, the real episode 10. Um, we are now in double digits, which is very exciting. Yeah, um, it actually really is. I wasn't sure if it we would is, make man. it, to be it very is. honest. I feel like we're so much more legit now. I mean, I, don't, I think legit really, is a little no. <laughs> generous. But I when think we get our, um, our listeners up to double digits, then I'll feel good. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? I feel like we started out, like, really strong, and then it we tapered did. to, like, three listens per episode. Yeah. What's going on? What are we doing wrong? Yeah. Tweet at us. Oh. Enter Aisha. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet, <laughs> I tell you. Yeah, wait, before we introduce her, can I just say, I was doing, I was filing my nails during our last episode, and one of my friends was listening and totally called me the hell out. And I really? have she to apologize, it? because... It's so obnoxious, and I didn't know that it was going to translate into the sound, because our sound quality is such shit that I didn't yeah. think it was going to pick it up. That's very interesting. But oh, turns out that's... my microphone won't pick up our voices, but will pick up my right, nails. We'll so pick up you I nails. apologize, and that's really obnoxious, but I don't really apologize because currently I'm taking off my nail polish. So yeah, I was going to say, you're still, basically, you're still doing your nails. Yeah, basically this is just my personal time, and yeah. you guys are just along for the ride. Um, but um, for anybody who was morbidly offended by my nail filing. I'm sorry. I didn't even hear it. Well, you don't listen to our podcast once I come I don't, up, so that's why I mean, even I don't re-listen. That's a thing. That's why you didn't so, hear it. Yeah, that's why I don't hear it. But even when we were recording, I don't remember. I saw you doing yeah, it, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's very interesting. Anyway. Alright. Oh, by the way, I'm Fiza. Oh. <laughs> Ten minutes into it. I'm Mac. Um, and we actually have a special guest today, my friend Aisha. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, Aisha. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> How's the nail care going? It's all right. You know? Yeah. You know, I did them yesterday, and I didn't like the color, so all day at work, I was like, F this. I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. One of um, all right. So today, or tonight, we're tackling something that actually was requested a while ago, and we just yeah. had technical issues, and then our other guest speaker has a life, so wasn't able to work it out oh. under her schedule. She does I'm like, I see here. I'm glad I'm the loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're, tonight, we're talking about dating in the South Asian community, and we actually were talking about the, discussing this earlier, and we think this is going to be actually a two-part series. Um, Two or ten. Tonight, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, so tonight we're going to focus on rishtas and setups. Yeah. So rishtas being like suitors, like your parents or relatives or matchmakers kind of introduce you to these people with the intent, with an ex- the express express intent of like getting married. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> like imme- you get like a Skype nick up yeah. and you're done. Yeah, or like, you know, like... Um, and then setups just generally between friends and stuff like that. Um, so I admittedly don't have much, uh, uh, this is going to come as a shock to some people, but I don't have that much experience dating. Um, pretty much every relationship I've been in, um, which really isn't that many, um, has started off as a friendship. Oh my gosh, you're so fundo. Yeah, so, <laughs> so fun though. Um, has started off as a friendship and kind of snowballed into a relationship. So also, so this is very interesting to me to like see what it's like on the other side. I was, I, I, I'm always interested in like setups and like meeting new people and not knowing much about them beforehand because I was raised by wolves. Really? And so I don't know how to interact with people properly. I hate setups. I have like, zero um, desire I'm not, I'm not to sit down with somebody. I would want to be set up. Yeah. 
Not that I would want to be set up, because the one time that I was set up, it was a fucking joke. Yeah. It was a disaster. Yeah. But right. I'm always interested in seeing how people navigate that, especially South Asians, because we grew up in, we grew up in this culture where like contact or interactions with the opposite sex yeah. is like forbidden yeah. until your birthing marriage age, which is like yeah. what eighteen for girls <laughs> and thirty for dudes. Yeah. So I've always wanted to like what is that? I mean like it depends what country you're in, right? Because in Boston yeah. like fourteen, fifteen is passing. Fourteen thirty Yeah, so you see the puberty and sometimes yeah. before it's like that. she's ready to go. She's ready to go. <laughs> um so yeah, that's what I'm interested in, seeing how people navigate that, like, especially when you've had limited interactions with the opposite sex and you've been told that you're not supposed to have a boyfriend and blah 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 and then all of a sudden you're supposed to get married tomorrow and pop out babies. Yeah. Oh my god, there's already so much I wanna say. So I guess the first thing is like I think it's I don't typically like generalizing like, oh, how South Asians do relationships or how South Asians do XYZ because mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's not always that separate and apart but when it comes to like this stuff it is so separate and apart and we literally I don't know what goes on in our or what has gone on in our culture to make these processes so difficult and crazy but like you said when it comes to the arranged marriages it's not at least as far as I know I don't know anybody who's actually forced to get married anymore but they do have parents set them up and then it's kind of like okay well now he has your number and now you guys have been talking for like two weeks so what hey what do you think (laughs) are you down and like that's that has literally been my life for the past uh 10 years at least at least right yeah at At least least. I mean so I I grew up in a relatively conservative family and in general, um, my sister and my cousins, they weren't so shy around guys, but I always was. Like, I think I had my full first full conversation with a guy, like, last week. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, you know, to it's be honestly, honest, you haven't missed much. I should. Yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me, I, I definitely did not. Um, but the thing is, with the whole rich stuff process, it is literally, for me, I know I, I'm overly dramatic about it, but it has been the most, like, anxiety-ridden type of uh, experience for me. I don't think that's dramatic at all, right? Because not only is it scary enough, I think just marriage, and this could be a separate podcast in and of itself, but I think just marriage mm-hmm. has become so insanely warped now um, mm-hmm. from what it was when our parents got married or even like 10, 15 years ago. So the anxiety of like finding somebody you can actually trust, like let alone yep. get along with, let alone be attracted to, let alone like yeah. all these other things, somebody you can just baseline trust not turn out to be like a sociopath in two three years that already is super super anxiety causing right and then you layer like two overbearing south asian families on top of it Mm -hmm. and it's like holy shit and then it's like well where am i gonna find the two hundred thousand dollars now to pay for this like it's (laughs) just a lot you know it doesn't help to to know like how the divorce rate has been going up as well so it's just kind of like all right you have all these issues and it's like well, I hope he sticks around as well. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot of issues with that. But honestly, the whole reset process in general, it's not bad for everyone, apparently. But the reason why I felt like I was being dramatic was because most of the people in my family um, have been married through Rishtas. And alhamdulillah, they're happy. Yeah. Uh, it's just that every time when I went through Rishta and every time I said no, it's like, okay, Aisha, get over get yourself. Over it. Yeah, when it was not at all like that, yeah. you know? I was, it's not like I'm hiding myself. I don't think... Well, maybe I do sometimes think I'm a queen, but, but it's it's really not like that. It's just exactly what you said. You have these two overbearing parents, then you have the pressure of 
getting to know a guy in a short amount of time and you know it's just like exactly what you said initially you're like here's his phone number two weeks later all right you, you know what do you think is he yeah. is he the what, well, man of your dreams what did you guys talk about then what happened then then what did he say well why aren't you telling me and it's like whoa this is exactly. really weird but the thing is you know what it's like I grew up in a very conservative uh, family as well, and growing up, it was like, okay, saying the word boy is her mom, like, let alone sex, yeah. let alone boyfriend, like, just right. boy, baseline, that gender is just wrong, all bad. So you go right. from that for, like, the first 18, 20 years of your life, and then literally I graduated college, and my mom was like, wait, so you didn't find anybody at NYU? And I was like, wait, oh my God, wait I was allowed to be looking? <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't get that memo. Yeah, that's so true. That's very, not that's that I would have found somebody at NYU. Somebody there, disclaimer. right? But then it's like uh, this almost like this th- expectation of like you're going to college not only to get a degree yeah. but to find a husband as well. And no, if you haven't done during that, college, what would you do? If I was hanging out with somebody or talking to somebody, she would have right. slapped me upside the head ten times in a row, <laughs> straight up. I know that for sure. So it's just. And I get it, like, as parents, too, I think it's very hard for them as, like, first-generation immigrants here to mm-hmm. navigate the society. In Pakistan, it's really easy. Like, everybody knows everybody, and they can get people married in their sleep. But here, it's a lot harder. You don't know the people as well. It's people from a lot of different, like, communities, countries, whatever, coming together. Um, I don't know. It's a really shitty process. Really and there's a whole and there's a whole vetting process, right? Yeah. It's not just you and this person. It's you and this person's family, your family, friends who might know each, you yeah. know, family friends who yeah. might know that other family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People getting involved and telling yeah. you this, that, and the other thing. And you know what? To so, some degree, I do agree with that because I am a firm believer in you are a product of your surroundings. So you mm-hmm. can pretend to be an amazing person, but if you come from like a really shitty or like effed up background or family, inevitably that's you. That's what you've learned. That's what you've seen. Inevitably, like that's your norm. So I am a believer in like, you need to know the full holistic picture versus just the one person. Um, But like you said, it's all these people getting involved, all these people saying, well, I know this about this person and 10 years Mm -hmm. ago, this happened with this person. And at some point, like, we're all connected by two to three degrees of separation at some point like everybody's heard something bad about everybody else you know what i mean exactly and in context like everybody seems like a murderer you know yeah and that's the thing is like we you know south asian the south asian community and south asian general are such gossip whores and gossip mongers and liars and and liars (laughs) and you know just like exaggerators and all of that and i feel like it's really hard to figure out Who's telling the yeah. truth and who's a trustworthy source yeah. at the end of the day? But sometimes, yeah, you have to get the trust part at one point, but simply just getting the guy to open up as well. Because the thing is, okay, <clears throat> some of the rituals that I've been through, um, there have been guys that are actually. So wait, you know, wait, I showed the rituals. Mm-hmm. Are they like people who. Um, it's like, oh, this guy is similar to Aisha in personality, or is it just like, oh, good guy, good family, no. what's up? No. It is, I and wish... like, the, was, the I, fake, actually, like, oh, he's so good looking, no, but when you never see like him... That. It's literally like, here's his bio data. Beta, this is photo, like, look at the picture, and... Yes, this is so Yeah, And, like, mind you, okay, so I'm five, eight and a half, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, but I do not need to be looking at five, six guys. And no offense to them. I'm sure they are great and they will make some five, five girl happy. (laughs) But I'm not one of them because I don't need to be bending down to hug my husband. But 
it but to my parents it was like no we still need you to give him a chance because it's not going to look good to the family and i'm not trying to put my parents down get i get the that reputation. they want me to oh, Aisha, it's like yeah. we're twins it's like we're leading yeah. parallel lives oh soul sisters <laughs> <laughs> like okay so let me tell you but the opening up part I told you, I've always been shy talking to guys, right? I still remember this first that I got from this guy. I think he was from California. Super duper shy. My parents were like, all right, you guys need to go and talk to each other. And so um, our typical meetup spot used to be Dunkin' Donuts, but for some reason we decided to, you know, you know, spice go crazy, it spice it up, <laughs> and we went to Starbucks. I don't know, we felt like rebels that day. And um, so we went to Starbucks. My sister and my sister and I came, but then they left. Yeah. Like, they literally just dropped us off. Yeah. It took me a whole hour just to get this guy to open up. I swear to God, like, he would look down at the table. He was looking at his coffee. I had to, like, gather up, like, rags for him with all the sweat that was coming off his forehead. <laughs> like, he just seemed so nervous. And I, I felt bad it. because I get it. Yeah, you know, you flew across the country to meet me. Yeah. And um, I'm obviously, like, you know. You took him to Starbucks? Knocking you off your feet. Right. Pfizer um, knows me. She's like, she's like, honey, please. Like, relax. <laughs> but. After an hour of that, when you finally opened up, I was like, oh my god, this this is what I get after trying to pull. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bad? It, was, it was bad in the sense, like, he was a very, very sweet guy, yeah. but guys, he was just like, he has not experienced much of life yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he was talking to me about praying in dressing rooms, and like, to me, okay. To <laughs> what? Me, yeah. Like, okay. So to me, Islam is very <laughs> important. I know, I'm such a jerk. <laughs> no, 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 I know, but that's just but, images. Is yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like, Islam is important to me, right? But when he told me that, um, yeah, you know, I prayed in dressing rooms, and I was just like, all right, you know what people do in dressing rooms? Like, you know, you really want to be praying there? <laughs> do you do that in New York? Because that's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then when we were walking, I was like, all right, let me try to like, my version of flirting I was just like so you want to buy me something he's like no I'm not going to buy you anything you can get yourself no, yeah. no he didn't actually I swear he oh was my no God. he was like laughing when he said it but in my head I'm like I know you're not trying to joke around with me honey <laughs> like yeah. that is not funny but just like in that sense opening up to a guy and then you have someone on the flip end so I was telling Faisal do you want to hear the semi-horror story? Yeah, I love yes. horror stories. Okay. It's not... It, it makes me feel normal. Because it's not as bad as others. But, like, it was bad for me. It was my first Rishta. My first real Rishta. And I, like, was so against... I was telling my parents, no, I don't want to meet him. I don't want to meet him. Wait, I don't so want to meet him. And they're like, how long do you talk to the guy before you meet him? Okay, so that Rishta, I actually didn't talk to the guy at all okay. before. Other After that, though, my parents realized, like, no, you know, she obviously is, like not going to open up unless she gets to know the guy a little bit so it was it's ranged anywhere from like two weeks to three months okay before the guy like before i actually met the guy okay so this guy he came to my house i remember his parents were in pakistan though okay he was like a family friend so before he came i i called my best friends like i conference called them and i started crying and i was like and they're like aisha like there's an imam's not coming to your house yeah. like relax no yeah. one's getting married right yeah. now yeah. so um he came and i made sure to look my ugliest which wasn't too hard <laughs> i just want to put on my worst clothes and we had lunch together my dad wasn't even there okay so, yeah oh so you get my her. brother okay. oh yeah my brother was here though so uh, that happened and then like my sister-in-law pulled me aside and she's like aisha you're gonna have to like go out and we're gonna all have like coffee together and i'm like oh my god are you kidding me i started hyperventilating like literally i had to get a brown paper bag and i was like this is not happening right now so we all go to Dunkin' Donuts together, and he's talking fine with my sister and my sister-in-law, but obviously I'm, like, not into the conversation at all. But once he stepped forward from the table, he's like, 
he's like chit-chatting he's trying to joke around with me and he's like so um do you know how to cook and i was like no and like i literally I, felt like that he's why like, did you walk out right then <laughs> uh, oh trust me that no i should have smacked him across the head mm -hmm. with the next statement because he's like oh don't worry um i'll cook and you can clean oh i'm sorry yeah let's please go ahead and split up chores even though i don't even know your last name seriously like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that see because that's what marriage is right like let's yeah. just figure yeah. out how we're gonna get the house clean and eat yeah and then this guy was like starts talking to me about like yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and he's like so why don't should we get like all the paperwork ready Ooh. was he for real i'm not yeah. even kidding you he literally thought i was a uh, let me sit here and accept everything you say because we're gonna be getting the show on the road uh no he was dead serious see so that like really scares me because what is going on in your head where you think it's okay to like even jokingly say that to somebody you Seriously? have just met that really scares I, me and i think a like, lot of it is just because like you said, we grow up not being allowed to interact with the other gender. It like yep. actually seriously, emotionally and socially stunts you. Stunts you. Yeah, Especially exactly. for girls I who agree. like aren't even allowed to go away for college, right? Like in, yeah. in high school they're not allowed to do any you literally don't know how to interact with humans. You don't know how to interact with people. And then all of a sudden you have to like go into this relationship and it's freaking hard right like mm -hmm. it's not easy it's not cute it's not fun in games it's really hard and if you don't have any social sort of social skills it's not gonna work and i think that's no. why the guys are just as stunted as well because for them it's like well my mom does xyz for my dad and like that's what my wife is gonna do and it's like well excuse me it's 2015 <laughs> yeah. not gonna happen and tell me don't you guys think it's a little scary when you you meet this guy and he's like okay let's have our conversation do you have anything to ask me it's like wait why is this an interview why do we have to make a decision but now it's like, don't you want to get to know my good side and bad side that's just not me. organic right and i think that's yeah, what no. like makes it so difficult and so like so much pressure and so anxiety causing because you're sitting there and you're like okay i know i only have a limited amount of time i have to like ask all the right questions i don't even know what the right questions are like right. i gotta ask him yeah. how do i know if he's lying how do i know if he's telling the truth and it's just it's overwhelming whereas mm -hmm. if you meet somebody like fiza and you just become friends with them and then it goes somewhere then at least like you've seen that person in probably what's closest to their truest shape not to say that friends can't be liars because of course they can but when yeah. a person when you're not like in a relationship from the get or when like it's yeah. not a rich that from the get you're more likely to see the person's true colors rather than yeah. what they want you to see or like what they want you to take of their personality it's really yeah, hard to lie to people basically. it's really hard and or and i mean it's really is, easy to lie to people really 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 easy yeah uh, and that's the thing is like even though like I had these friendships and it spanned from like, a couple months to like years before we got together, people are vast can be vastly different yeah. when they're just friends versus totally. relationships. Totally. What they, how they are in relationships totally. because it's a completely different, it's dynamic. A different dynamic. You're you're and you, to be you fair, expect like, and experience exactly. a lot more. It's not gender specific. Girls are the same right. way. Girls can be super yeah, chill yeah, and absolutely. normal. And I know. Then yeah. Yep. I know the way I am as a friend yep. is is different from the way and I am it as a should girlfriend. Be, right? like, and it should be, right? right. Because different, there are different expectations yeah. there, there are different wants and yeah. needs there. Yeah. So for you to be thrown into this situation when you have zero experience with guy friends even, yeah. just being yeah. friendly with dudes, yeah. mm -hmm. and then you're supposed to marry this person and make a life with yeah. them, and you've known them for two weeks, yeah. a couple months, through phone calls and texts, yeah. and maybe meet up once in a while and chaperone dates, yeah. how can you really trust that judgment? Yeah. So, like, 
so I wanted to add though, like I agree with everything that you guys said on the flip side. So I always used to, I had trust issues as well because you know, I used to have shows where like then we'd get a response and be like, yeah, you know, we're interested in your daughter. And it's like, honey, you don't even know what my favorite color is. Yeah, like, yeah. why don't you calm your hormones a little bit? Yeah. But on the flip side, I shouldn't, like it's every situation is different. Yes, because yeah. I did have a rich style once and the guy was great. He was a very nice guy. He had a good job. He was like attractive and he was educated and he was very easy to talk to so it did feel like you know okay we're forming a friendship we got to talk yeah. for a couple months and I still jumped to conclusions and acted like he was any other rich dad because I felt like I, I for some reason I was assuming that he was like already ready to say yes mm -hmm. and I kept telling him oh I need more time I need more time and once I remember saying to him like I feel like you and I are in different positions like you're ready to say yes he's like um I shall you know you're a very nice girl but I'm not in love with you it's not like violence or playing in the background that <laughs> yeah. and he literally he that. owned me he actually <laughs> I literally but that's sat fair, in my right? I like we, because it, we assume that every verse says it's like tool nerd yeah who has, like, exactly no and that's, that's the thing that we need to understand as well like these guys are in the same position as us. Mm -hmm. And some of them actually are normal. Like, I mean, actually, I shouldn't even say that everyone is normal, but some of them actually... No, not everybody's normal. Haven't met a single one. Haven't met a single one. But some of these guys have a little bit of a more social etiquette and yeah. are okay. the ability... Like, more... Um, they're a little bit more suave in, like, their social interaction. Yeah. So they get it. And that's why I'm like, oh, shit, you know what? That was my bad, and I shouldn't have assumed that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, he's not in love with me yeah. <laughs> after getting to know me for a little bit. Yeah. So it's just like... You gotta work with both of that, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's hard for the guys too, but I don't know. I just feel like when there's parents involved, it's really hard to be your natural self. Like, I've had Rich says where obviously, like, it comes through aunties and uncles or whatever, and um, they'll portray the guy as XYZ, and then after talking to the guy like once or twice, I'll find out he either like drinks or does drugs or like pops E on a daily basis or whatever it is right and that's all stuff that doesn't come through to the parents because the parents don't even know and so mm -hmm. not to say that either is right or wrong whether you do or don't do something but it's really hard when you're presented with a person in a certain package and it ends up being a person in a different package and yep and then your parents don't get why you're not exactly unless yep. you like mm -hmm. totally put that guy on blast it's just right it's such a mess and situation. you don't want to do that yeah, yeah it's like petty we're adults um yeah i don't know it's just it's a really messy situation and i think the I other thing too. with rich says I, I know you were saying like for some people it ends up working out i think it also mm -hmm. really depends on like what your personality is like i have friends mm -hmm. who are super aggressive about going out and meeting people I don't give an F. I literally, I refuse to go to like single events. I refuse to go to like Muslim matchmaking mm -hmm. events. I refuse to be set up. Even Rishta's like, I have had to fight and scream with my mom on a regular basis before like we agree for a certain Rishta thing to move forward. Um, right. But some people have the personality where they'll do the speed dating and they'll do the mingles and they'll do like the flying cross country to go to like that random hipster party that some person is throwing for Muslims to meet each other. <laughs> right, and it's right. really, no, it's, it's just... Totally, that's totally not specific to any event that goes on. Or <laughs> 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 not, any event, any event, Muslim event, so. <laughs> No, but 
you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot yeah, of them yeah, in a yeah. lot of different cities, right? And, like, some people are really into that scene. And so I think it really depends on person. And I feel like those are the people that the Rishas kind of work out for. Whereas I go into it already, like, not like, oh, you're a loser and I'm doing you a favor, but just like, yo, no, this isn't no, no. It's comfortable not even just for me. about the guy. Sometimes it's about you. You're like, I'm not ready right. for this. I don't want to do it's this. It's not yeah, comfortable. Absolutely. You can be a perfectly nice guy and, like, we can hang as friends, but I can't do this, like, interviewing you thing, right? I don't have yeah. a list of the 30 questions because I don't even know what makes marriage work, bro. Like, really, like, I have no idea. I mean, All who I know, the fuck does, exactly. right? All who I know is mad people are getting shit. divorced. That's yeah. all I got. Um, so, I don't know, it just, it, it feels, like, really unfamiliar and uncomfortable for me, and for people who it doesn't, props to you, salute to you, I don't know how you guys do it, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think maybe it's just, like, an expectation thing, like, you have, you understand that this is what you're meeting this person for, and this is what you want out of life, you want to get married, and you're okay with finding love later or getting to know this yep, person later yep. as long as that base, like the fundamentals the are there, yes, right? Yes, that's so true. So if this person has a good job and comes from a good family you and know, is totally be to be your life. I'm not entirely opposed to that. I think you yeah. can totally build a good life with somebody that way. My biggest thing is like, how do you even get to that point, right? Like that, that, that that's point, a right. lot easier said than done. Just, like, making right. it work and, like, maybe finding love later. I think that's a lot easier said than done, even that, because... Yeah, I think, uh, but I think that's also because people have a very uh, idealistic, romanticized version of what marriage can be, because yeah. they've never had that interaction yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. or they look at marriage as it is, if they don't have, like, the best family life, if, yeah. or if they've lived in this, these various isolated, secluded, sheltered lives, yeah. they're looking for marriage. Marriage is, is an escape, yeah, right? This is my way to get yeah. out of the house, do what I yeah. want. So let me, if this dude is, like, good on paper, yeah. let me just get out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap. And I'm sure a lot of dudes are just like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. And if the, this girl is nice, why not? Yeah. Um, I mean, the only... Actually, this is actually just sprung into my mind. I was like, I guess this was like a repressed memory. But <laughs> I, I, I was, Trauma. I couldn't have been more than eight. I'm maybe younger. But my, um, my one aunt. So my mom's like one of a million, and she has like a, a half a million uh, of the of her siblings. Her, her well, sis, she has sisters, and one of the sisters was like during this whole um, Rishta phase, and she wasn't having much luck. I remember there was a lot of like. A lot of that's going down. A lot of a lot of like a lot of religious like a lot like everybody's praying really hard yeah. and like oh go to this imam and he'll do this for you yeah. and like pay and money for this person this around and, your like, necklace or around your neck and wear this around your finger. Yeah, like you know there must be some black magic going on. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's doing voodoo on you I because love like, this all of these rituals are not working I love out. Their rational solutions. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, and there's then, a witch who has possessed you. Yeah. That's why you're not. And all this stuff. It was just yeah, and it was just. Um, and I remember I went, I don't know why they, why I was there, because I was literally, could not have been more than eight, but they, the Swedish that came to meet my aunt, uh, they were, their first d chaperone date was at McDonald's, um, and I was sitting there with them. Was this in Boxen or here? No, this was here. Oh, because I was going to say, here. McDonald's in Boxen is popping. Wait, did you say <laughs> it was a McDonald's chaperone date? Yeah, it was a chaperone, it was a chaperone date at McDonald's. Oh, Lord. I was the chaperone at eight years old. No, I don't know why. <laughs> I was there. I don't know why they decided to take me along. I'm sure one of my aunts was like, one of my other aunts was like in the background. Yeah. But I remember them, them interviewing each other and asking like, how many kids do you want and what do you plan on doing? And you're like, do you plan on working after you get married and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And even at eight years old, I'm like, this is very, very, very weird. weird. 
Because also like too. that leaves no room for change, right? Because if I'm interviewing you, Fiza, for marriage, yeah, and I'm saying, hey, Fiza, do you plan on working after marriage? And you say no, and in two right. years you get this dope job and decide to work. I'm gonna be like, yo, but when I asked you the question, yeah, you told me no. Right. So you like now what? People change. Yeah, right. people change. And no. when you don't have like that organic growth and understanding mm-hmm. from the get you have or that organic foundation then there's like really no room for any dynamic change to happen and you're just mm-hmm. like being set to this and the set of answers that you gave right in some random starbucks to some random person you didn't even know and it's, it's not yeah and so my parents used to say like oh meaning like i guess that no you're not gonna find someone means. has all the qualities you're looking for, uh, right? Yeah. But some what I try to explain to my parents was it's not that first of all like height I need, but it's yeah. not that. It's literally um like you said for example, if Faiza said no, I'm not gonna work, and then two years down the line she wants to work, right? Yeah. It's not so much that we all know that unexpected things can happen. Yeah or changes happen, people change, it's more how they react. And the only way for you to kind of figure that out is by getting to know the person a little bit more. And yes, I know that there are people who have had rishas that have worked out, obviously, alhamdulillah. But that's an exception. That's an an exception. It's an exception or like, yeah, it has worked actually. I don't know if I would say it's an exception. I know a lot of people have done that, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. And for me, for example, like I'd want to see how someone reacts to things that I say and I want them to like me based on my personality. I don't want it to be because I did my BA in this and you know, whatever the case yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, the thing is also, it's human nature to be more forgiving and more compromising when there's like emotions invested, right? So Aisha, yeah. I'm sure you're a lovely person, but I don't know you. So if you say something shitty to me, likelihood of me getting angry and punching you pretty high. If Faiza says the same thing, I'll be like, alright, Faiza's my girl, maybe just had a bad day, it's fine, right? Same thing with relationships, if it's a guy who you've been in love with or like has been your friend for several years and says something that, even if it's something totally douchey, like, okay, you can cook and I'll clean, something along those lines, you're gonna be like, okay, this guy's a dirtbag, but I love him, so it's fine. Whereas if it's some random, you're gonna be like, the F out of here, say it to me one more time. Yeah, that's very true. Say it to me one more time. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not about like necessarily finding all the qualities, but it's when you're putting me in front of somebody I don't know at all, like what other rubric do I have to measure? So at least I could say this much that Rishas are becoming a little bit more progressive. So the chaperoning, but maybe like more than McDonald's or whatever the case is. But like I have, you know, a good friend who um, went through Rishas process was very different for her because she typically didn't do that. She ended up getting engaged to the guy. That's awesome. it's very nice yeah but the thing is her family gave her like that room the flexibility they mm-hmm. weren't like going down her butt they're going weren't going up her butt rather like saying okay <laughs> down her butt that's interesting <laughs> I like, what I corrected but the sentence itself was still crude but um <laughs> but um, um by the way that noise you hear I should snort <laughs> you're so rude <laughs> like a little Your listeners will love it. This is why there's going to be double yeah. Yeah. It's, right. character. Right. Um, it's character. But what I was saying is that, like, for example, with me, my parents initially, they used to kind of harass me a lot. Like, okay, what's going on, Aisha? What's going on, Aisha? What's going on, Aisha? But throughout the years, they finally, I guess, one, they were like, all right, maybe we should give her a space. And two, they're like, we're going to pray. Maybe we'll just pray extra while she's <laughs> yeah. doing that. But um, for my friend, that's exactly what they did. Her parents would not follow up with her every week. They would just let her, if anything, she would actually approach them, like, with updates and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she got to, they'd email, they talked on the phone, they met up. They met up in groups a lot of times, too, because I know, obviously, with some people, they feel differently about 
how that should be handled. And it's just, I think it's a matter of not giving that time pressure. Yeah. And then also not just um, being like, okay, wait, why don't you, why haven't you fallen in love with this guy yet? Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I felt like a big issue with me initially. I know my parents never expected me to, to say, like, be like, oh. I feel like my parents are really good about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that it's totally hands off. Like my mom will definitely ask me on a very regular basis. Um, yeah. And I'll just be like, hey, I'm mad tired. Can we talk about this some other time? <laughs> um, but it just, I don't know. It, even still, like even with them not being as overbearing as I know other parents are, it still is not a fun situation. And I think for sure, I think it's infinitely harder for the girl than it is for the guy because the girl's up against eight million other things whereas the guy can be 37 and bald and ugly and like maybe working <laughs> not really sure and still get wait are you sure my last person <laughs> <laughs> seriously and like still get or still be presented in a positive light yeah. whereas a girl can be professional intelligent successful all of these things but the minute they hear her age and exactly if she's older, then it's yep, like well exactly. she's picky or she like aunties are always in my mom's ear like oh, it's like because you guys keep giving me tools that's why right Transla- <laughs> translation please oh uh, what did I even say? Oh, um, aunties will come to my what? mom and be like, oh, in like a really snarky, like catty way, pretending like they're concerned, but they're not really concerned. They're just trying to talk shit. Um, like, oh, we don't know, like, why Mehek isn't married yet because she's X, Y, Z and she's so nice and she's so pretty and she's so helpful. Well, why isn't she married yet? Maybe she's too picky. Um, and it's like, well, yeah, I am picky, but I have every right to be. But also, like, care what is it to you what the hell but you know this like, is, is not this really what you stay problem. up this at is night definitely like about? a general problem yeah. i have had friends and i know they mean well but i don't I think people, no i don't think people mean well that that's i'll, I'll <laughs> go ahead and differ i don't think people mean oh my well God, you and pfizer are like exactly the same I know. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think they mean well because i think girls use it as like a, well i got a ring and i gotta do to marry me and what are you doing <laughs> right yeah. i think they use it as like a means to like <laughs> one up themselves and i'm not wow that really that really got it that really got it she's like there it is something we would say serious this is creepy i was like oh, wait is Pfizer here or is she no, here because it's like uh, such no, a that typical is, that, like bitchy them, catty yeah, thing to do for girls right like well you're what do you mean you're not a mom you don't want to get married like my friends i or i shouldn't call them my friends my friends are very aware of my uh, stances on these things but i know girls who will be like maybe you just don't want to get married because you haven't met the right guy and i'm like no maybe it's because it's a really scary institution right and people just refuse to believe it because they're so conditioned to think this is the only path and i'm not saying that i don't believe in it at all i'm just saying it's not what all y'all posting on instagram make it seem like it is Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say that i think that's why it's harder for for women, especially in these situations, because you have to bring a lot more to the table than the dude does. Yeah. You have to bring so much more. Because you have to be domesticated, you have to look good. Yeah. And then these days too, I mean, obviously guys yeah, are also expecting girls to, like, to be educated and have a career, kids. but be like, oh, you better help my mom too. Yeah. Like I know you ain't just working and you know doing. You're not gonna be doing just the nine to five. Yeah. You're also gonna be doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and that's the thing is like there's so there's a lot like a dude. 
even like if you look at these, I remember used to look at the Pakistani newspapers and they'd have like these match, you know, these adverts for you know, looking for Rishtas mm-hmm. and it would be like, the girl is light skinned and tall and thin mm. and then the dude is like, has a job. Money. <laughs> and that's has it. Money. <laughs> Not even money, just has a job. Yeah. yeah. And maybe human. Yeah. And that's literally, that's like baseline. Yeah. And so I think for, it's so much harder for girls or women because you have like and, it, and there's like almost this like selling quality to it like exactly. yeah we'll, we'll pick our daughter pick our daughter because she's the, she's good and she's great she does all of this she like she works and she prays and she knows how to cook yeah. and and if you do pick our daughter we'll buy gifts for every single person and, that you've ever right, met in your well, life yeah and, <laughs> and there's so much more that comes along yeah. with it i think there's so yeah, it is all getting better though honestly yeah. like it's becoming much more progressive and props to the girls that are out there that are doing their thing and it's like no matter what their age is or whatever the situation is that they're just doing their own thing and when the right guy comes along and I hate saying that but when the right guy the comes along bags who that, are not doing their thing and who are just sitting there in a corner judging girls and bringing nothing to the table and just making it really hard Zero props. The to girl, them. the other girls. No, the the guys. And the dudes. The oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero and props. they just zero props to them. They can just sit alone with their bald selves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that's always been interesting to me. Like, how do you find out? Like, it's so hard knowing who you're with in general, no matter how long you've known them and yeah. which how you've met. Yeah. But do having to do it within these constraints. People change, man. People change. Five years, change. ten years, two years ago, exactly. completely different exactly. from the person I am now. Exactly. I can't imagine like what it must be like when you've met this person for a couple weeks and have to make the decision to but marry. Honestly, like, literally you know what, spend Faisal, the rest like, of your life with them. Sometimes I think maybe that's the way to do it, right? Because then maybe there's yeah. no expectations whatsoever. Like the yeah. more emotionally vested you are, there's two sides to the coin. The more emotionally vested you are, the more you expect, and yes, the more compromising are you are. But then it's also like but I'm so sad and you didn't ask me about my day, right? Whereas if it's like some random Rishta, I mean, of course you didn't ask me about my day. You don't give a shit about my day. That's why yeah, I, I don't give a shit about yours either. So right, but I guess that depends on what your definition of like a relationship and a happy marriage right. is, yeah. right? If it's just to produce children yeah. and like share financial resources, that's different. Yeah. And that's fun. Like if that's what your jam is, it's cool. Go go do you. But for people who are looking for so this commitment really and a lifelong partner. So, yeah. Do you think that inevitably that's what every marriage turns into anyway oh Oh, you know what you know what (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie this that's what scares me a lot about marriage is that kind of years down the road you're like like you're you're cohabitating right you're not really invested in each other but I think that also depends on how much work you're willing to put in exactly I think that's what people need to understand is that's why I'm pretty jaded about marriage and especially coming from like a a broke. I'm not gonna say broken home because it's not a broken home. home. Yeah. It's very, very nice, yeah. solidified very home. Intact. Much more than it was when my parents were married. But like coming from a home where parents who have who were divorced, mm-hmm. that's very scary to me. My mom and my dad were married for what thirty years. Um, people change, things, shit happens, and it's really about f- making sure that you find a partner that you know. We'll it, be with your best times, with your worst times, yeah. and when you but change also, and you go from... Okay, here's more pessimistic thoughts, and I just mm-hmm. want to say, um, I don't necessarily believe... I don't know where I fall 
on the marriage spectrum, right? Like, okay. some days I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, it could totally work. And some days I'm like, wow, everybody in this world is such a shithead. <laughs> like, it is never going to work. For anyone, we're all doomed. Let's all die. That said, um, I agree. It takes a lot of work, and relationships take a lot of work. And that's not just marriage. That's, you know, with your family relationships, with your yeah, platonic uh, relationships. Yeah, any like, relationship. It all takes a lot of work. But at, I think marriage takes the most, right? Or yes. non-platonic relationships, I think, think, take the most effort, the most patience, the most compromise. At what point do you stop wanting to put in that much effort, right? Like, if it's that hard, then why? I mean, but if that person, that person must must make it worthwhile. Yeah. That person has to make it worth, worth it to put all that work in. You have to find that person where you're like, no matter what happens, or at least no matter, like, you know, to a reasonable degree, I want to make it work with you. And it's, if you get to that point, then you need to reevaluate your relationship with that person. Like, if you can't sit down and be... I, I mean, it's hard to say that now, right? It's hard to say that if you've been with a person one month, two years, five years, what will happen in the next, you know... 30. Week, right? Yeah. Or the next 30. Like, yeah. you don't know. But I, I think that you have to go in with that, with that expectation or realization that this could change... And things are hard. The marriage is hard. Marriage takes a lot of work. Add in a couple of gross little kids. But that's exactly gonna, it exactly. Then, right? That means really like difficult. at any point anybody could walk away and it just... I mean that's an absolute possibility, but yeah. I mean you see you see every type of marriage, and also another thing is you have to. Be really I feel like you guys realist. are trying to convince me about this right now. As I'm <laughs> sitting know, here painting my nails. I think we're trying to convince ourselves. I mean, it's good, to, it's good to be um, a realist, obviously. Like I mean, when when you're when when I think about marriage, I'm very logical because I've seen good marriages, but I've also seen very bad marriages, yeah. you know, and um, or relationships, yeah. whatever, you know. But the thing is, not yeah, you should be logical and you should go into it not assuming that everything's going to be all hunky dory. But at the same time, you don't want to be a pessimist. You don't have a defeatist attitude. You should never go into a relationship or a marriage thinking, yeah, this is going to probably fall apart in a couple years and I had a friend who did that and I'm just like how it's does a, that benefit it's a, anyone it's a self-fulfilling prophecy prophecy right, right? Yeah. you're gonna go in thinking like all right marriage is shit I'm only doing this because my parents want me to yeah. and it's expected of me right. and this is gonna be then terrible why, then there's nothing you're gonna do to make then, it work right to make it work it's just I think what makes a difference is finding the right person and your point was very good like you know make that person is making it worth your while yeah you know what I mean and it's not just like he's gonna do everything for you or she's gonna do everything for you no it's keeping you happy and um, being understanding We're keeping each other happy right yeah. that, not only does that person make you happy but you want make, to make that exa- other and you happy. keyword you want to you want to yeah, yeah. right that it has you really to be, want to make sure to that this reciprocal. person yeah yeah, absolutely. Did we convince you? A little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know, the thing is, like, I'm not completely sold on the institution of marriage myself. Look, um, here's the thing. I am actually a very emo girl, and I really <laughs> believe... I am. I'm such an emo girl. Don't take me to the movies. I'll start crying. It's a real problem. Um, I do believe in monogamy. I, Fiza, yeah. we talked about this before. I do believe yeah. in love. I do believe in sacrificing for somebody else's happiness right to me that's like very beautiful and very profound and that doesn't have to be in a non-platonic way that can be for your family that can be for your friendships yeah but i believe in putting others above yourself to the extent that it's also reciprocated that said Mm -hmm. 
I think there are a lot of really shitty people in the world, and I think especially in the South Asian community, we still have a lot of work to do when it comes to understanding what like fulfilling relationships and marriages are supposed to be. Um, and that's yeah. so obnoxious and arrogant considering I'm not married and considering I'm not like a 70 year old sage, but I'm gonna stick behind my comment. Um, so I, I do believe like the South Asian community um, is really far from understanding what an actual like reciprocal healthy relationship is. Um, and that's where my yeah. pessimism really comes into play. No, I absolutely agree. Because the thing is, like, when you're saying, like, I've seen good marriages and bad marriages, I really, like, I've seen more bad marriages than I have good growing up in the South Asian community. And, and I, I think I've that seen, might be a generational but thing. But I'm also seeing exactly good marriages fall It's a generational apart. thing. Um, but that said, like, the friends that I've gotten married, they're still only a few years into their marriages. So you can't really, like, look at that and be like, oh, you know, well, they're happy. It's, you know, going yeah. to work out for everybody. Yeah. No, that's true. Um... I, I mean, I, I've, I, I, I know some people that have been married for at least a decade. To me, that's a long time. <laughs> um, I agree with a few years, but the ones even that were married for a decade or a little bit longer, I can still see, yes, I can still see glimpses of, uh, glimpses of what I've seen in, like, some of the bad marriages, but I'm seeing a lot of, like, progression, and this is coming from them starting off, maybe, yeah. in a non-reciprocal type of relationship okay. and transitioning into something that's more equal. Yeah. And uh, partly because I'm sure that the wives are like, what the hell? We can stand up for ourselves. Yeah. You know, we can be on our own feet. And they're telling their husbands, you better pick that effing plate up yeah. and put it in the damn sink. Yeah, and, do and your like, own to be honest, well, you know? I don't think, like, equal doesn't necessarily mean that we have to do everything 50%, right? Like, for some people, that's yeah. the arrangement that works. For others, yeah. it doesn't. But I think, and, like, this is also something we've talked about in a previous episode is, we talk so much about like Islam and like it being a way of life, but when it comes to marriage, which is such a big part of the religion or has been emphasized so that. much in the Sunnah, like we don't pay attention to anything the Prophet mm. used to do whatsoever. Mm -hmm. He was never like, All right, girl, you take care of the kids, I'm out. You know what I mean? He was never like, Okay, no, I agree with you. you. Can't that work. is a huge cultural problem. Right, Absolutely. and exactly. That's such a cultural problem and we're so we speak so much about the religion and we speak so much about it being like so perfect and put into practice. But we yeah. don't practice it. Um yeah. so I that's what makes me really disillusioned. Um Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean that's the thing is like so as someone who's not very religious, I think it's the cultural aspect of it that kind of but up. you also don't need religion to know that like you should be a good person, right? Like, yeah, that's the other. Yeah. That's how I. You feel. don't so need as someone the prophet to tell you, hey, right. don't be a jackass. That's to your how, wife. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I feel that that's what my issue is with religion at times. Like, why do you need doctrine or scripture to tell you right. that you should be good totally. to your wife totally. or good to your no, husband? No, and you or, don't. But what right? I'm saying is like even the ultra religious. If people, that's what you, yeah, if that's what you ascribe to, right? If this is some. If you this is your way evidence. of life, and this is very important yeah. to you. Then why don't you follow it? Yeah. Then why aren't you taking that into consideration? And if Islam is, and this is what a lot of Muslims say, it's a, it's not just a religion. Exactly, it's a way of, it's life. A way of life. Well, then this is a huge part of your life. Yeah. You should be living it yeah. based on yeah. whatever you know the Quran is telling you yeah. to, it, it, how to proceed. But, I mean, that's the thing. I think it's this cultural, like you guys said, like the, the cultural weight, this cultural um, capital 
and uh, social capital that comes along with the institution of marriage in South Asian societies because, you know, like I've heard this from way too many people, um, like older generation, not so much like my peers, but that, you know, a woman without a, uh, without a husband is, is worth less than like a dog on the street, right? Like you're Absolutely. not anything without yeah. a man in yeah. your life. In no, some and way, I, shape, or form. I, I won't say I'm a dog on the street. <laughs> I think, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'm but, a little above that. But I have like family members who, to this day, they'll call and you know for my birthday or for a promotion or for graduating law school or whatever it is. It's like okay, cool. So when are you going to your house? And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm at my house. You know what yeah. I mean? And for them, yeah, those are the people that I think do mean well. Um, but it's really, it's all that they know, right? And for them, it's like, okay, you've accomplished so much, Mashallah, you've done so much in your life. Now can you do that, like, one normal thing, please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's oh, like, sorry, you're, you're some, there's some kind of failing. Deficiency. Some kind of moral. Yeah, so there's some something kind of ina- Some inadequacy in yeah. you because you haven't gotten married when it's really just like, I'm taking this very seriously, which is why I haven't gotten married. This isn't just like, you yeah. know, something I'm supposed to do. Not this is something that I'm, I'm taking my time figuring out because it is yeah. that important. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that goes back to the whole Rishta thing again. That whole process, I think, it needs to kind of be finessed <laughs> and worked on. Um, because so I, like I said, I've been through the worst. So what would you say you've learned from the process and what would you change if you could? I feel like you got a lot, a lot of experience to draw. <laughs> okay, I can say this much as far as what I learned. I need to relax and take a deep breath. Okay. I realized that I know my parents would never force me to do anything that I didn't want to do. They would never force me to so like, marry a guy. So I have a question. Would you be more down for like friend setups versus rishtas? Yeah, because that takes absolutely. away. Okay, so absolutely. Have you, like, because tried the thing telling is, I've parents, already associated like. What happened? Have you tried telling your parents like let's eat, let's ease up on the rishtas and let me? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, it's harder for me to kind of tell my dad that. I mean, not that he's not understanding, but you know, he's a little right. Bit it's a older. different generation for sure. Yeah. yeah, But my mom is actually more understanding about that. She's she always jokes around with me. Like in the past, she's like, no, you know, you're not gonna do friend setups. Now she's just like, all right, you know, we'll take anything, anything. at this point. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, we'll take a guy, we'll convert him later. But um, no, the thing is that that's one thing that I realized that was really bad in my end. And yeah, obviously. They they were a, a part, their, the whole pressure was a part of why I felt so terribly as soon as I heard the phone ring and I knew that it was a, literally, if I heard hushed tones in my house, yeah. I knew that it was a rich call. Yeah. And I would automatically have a physical reaction to yeah. it. That's how bad it was yeah. for me. But it's I funny, really I just follow my mom around when down. she's on the phone until she like literally locks me out of her room. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then um, that's what I learned. And then also another thing is, let me give the guy a little chance. Like I, I feel like I almost have to give this guy like a warm up or something like that, yeah. you know. And whenever I talk to someone, it depends. You kind of feel it out. You can tell which ones are the ones that have barely talked to any woman, other versus the ones that have been through like fifty or so themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, that. And as far as what I would change, honestly, the pressure. I think that I get that the parents. Want, at the end of the day, they obviously want you to be happy, but at the same time, they just need to relax. And yes, at their time, it was like, this is the guy you're going to marry, but it's not like that anymore. You know, we're yeah. living in America, we're a new generation, where, you know, we've had so many more opportunities in our lives. We've come across different types of people, too. So it's not going to be as simple as us just looking at a picture and reading about it and being like, yeah, that's good for me. Yeah. Like, really just giving us an opportunity to kind of get to know someone. Obviously, it's not like, you know, there's a risk side. It's like, okay, go, go ahead, take two years 
listeners and let us know what you think. I mean, yeah. that's obviously not going to happen, yeah. but you know, just giving me my space when I'm trying to get to know someone. That much is all I would ask for, you know, and not having that pressure and assuming that I'm going to be in love with this guy in like three weeks. Yeah. No, I think that's totally rational. Do your parents listen to Femme Dementalist by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? You don't even listen to Femme Dementalist. <laughs> what are we talking Rude, about? Rude, Rude, Aisha. <laughs> no, I do, I do. Um, no, I'll, 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 I'll have a little talk with them again. But they're they're honestly better, but it's maybe also because I'm, like, you know, 30 and it's been 10 years. <laughs> They've given up on you. Yeah, exactly. I think I've worn them down a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me... I would change how dishonest people are, and that goes for mm. the rishta-ers and the rishta-es, as well as the parents involved, right? Because sometimes I terms. think parents do know what's going on with the kid, mm-hmm. like whether, like I had one auntie um, send a rishta and she was like, oh my son's an attorney and he's like working, that dude like literally got a job three days ago. And like, so don't tell me he's like this established attorney doing XYZ when he literally just started working. Um, so yeah. I think I would change that. I really, nothing gets under my skin more than liars. And I don't know why people think they can start a life with somebody based on a lie. Um, So I would change that. Um, And I would also just shout out to all the guys, to the extent that we have any that are listening and that are involved in risk of processes. Can you just, like, be normal? Like, if Aisha's telling herself that she needs to relax, you guys need to relax, too. I feel like guys get so uptight and, like, formal on, like, these risks. Just treat me like your friend. Please, let's just have a normal conversation. You don't have to be awkward. You don't, because when you're awkward, it makes me awkward. And I just, I can't. I cannot. Also, I cannot hang it's, like this. it's, I agree with you 100%. And also, for some guys out there, this actually happened to his one or stuff. This guy was, like, telling me what kind of car he drove. He told me his six-figure salary. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm but you know what's really you know that i will actually take the guy side on i think the reason they behave that way is because south asian girls are so superficial generally and so they feel like that's the only way they can show their worth you know what i mean i don't know if i would say that south asian girls are superficial i think it's because they think that's what we're interested in or that's what they have to offer rather than because you know like the old the old archetype was um well-to-do man and housewife right yeah you're you're just staying home and what you're looking for is you you know financial stability and protection and you know um that kind of thing but that's not the case anymore because a lot of they're all professional. She's probably matching what this guy's making anyway. Yeah, you know so, what I mean? I mean, I wasn't obviously, but yeah. but, but I mean, like, yeah. I, I I don't know if I I hundred percent. I I know that yes, there are some girls that are. There are like definitely. That, I'm not but saying it's not. Yeah. At that, he he had mentioned this to me. He didn't say it in the first conversation, but by the second or third conversation, you can kind of get a feel of me and like what kind of person I am. Totally. No, you shouldn't know who I am entirely. Yeah. Yeah. But not once did I come and across. And also, you shouldn't be person. telling me just what you think I want to hear, right? Like you should be right. telling yeah, me exactly. what authentically is your deal yeah exactly so I mean being cocky and hiding yourself and this goes for by the way guys and girls because uh, there's also a woman that I've spoken with that are just you know come across as a little intimidating to the men you yeah. know what I mean and it's, it's probably because they've been through experiences where they feel like they have to like defend themselves but yeah. it's like this guy's literally just maybe trying to get to know you you yeah. know what I mean so yeah. I'm honestly saying that on both ends because of women and men that I've spoken to yeah 
yeah. with regards to like the whole restart process. Yeah. It's not easy for anyone. It's not easy, I'm sure, for our parents. Your mom is probably sitting right now in the next room praying for you still. So <laughs> we know it's not She's easy so for cute. anyone. But it's just like they just need to give us a break because it really is. It's not like a, to me, it's not a small decision. Yeah. And yeah, I have people joking around with me like I should just say yes to the next guy. No, like but he has why? X, Y, and Z. It's but not why? that simple because why would you do yeah, that? Because because apparently I just like a check mark, like a checklist almost like, okay, you know, education check, marriage check, children pending, you know what I mean? So it's just like yeah. uh I, I don't I don't like that at all. And I, I don't think they understand like for me, especially because I've witnessed certain things, it's like no, I'm not simply just gonna say yes or no, you know what I mean? It's not gonna be that easy for me. I wanna get to know this person. And obviously, there's something in me that will give me some sort of peace of mind in saying yes eventually or no, you know? Yeah. So that's another thing. I just, I don't like the fact that people make it seem like it's so easy breezy. Um, and that, like, and also when people tell me, they're like, don't expect to have this, this, and this. I'm not being picky. I'm sorry if I'm asking for a, someone who's not a tool. You okay, know so I, mean? I think that's, we really need to stop that. And I'm, Obviously, it's not the three of us that are doing it, but I feel like that's a really shitty thing to say to somebody like, oh, just stop being picky, just say yes, because it's not, A, it's not your life, B, I have every right to be picky, even if my pickiness is, like, outrageously obnoxious, I still have the right, like, if that's what I want, if I want a dude who is exactly seven and a half inches taller than me, that's my right as a human, like, I'm not forcing you, unless I'm crying to you every day about how I'm not married, like, I can be as picky as I want. So I think that's really unfair, and I know a lot of chicks do it. Stop it. Stop it. It's mean girl behavior. Stop it. Anybody can be as picky as they want. This is a lifelong decision, and your priorities don't necessarily need to match up with everybody else's. Like, whatever's important yeah. to you is important to you. I may yeah, think I your priorities are bullshit, yeah. but if that's your no. deal, like, by all means. I agree with you. I, I know a girl who is like, you know, uh, in the DC standard, um, older, but she is beautiful. She has an amazing job, and you know what? Good for her if she's taking her time and she wants to find someone that's right for her. And no one's saying perfect, by the way. No one's using that word. Yeah. It's the girls that are saying, "Why are you looking for someone perfect?" Yeah. I'm not looking for someone perfect. Yeah. I'm not even perfect myself. Yeah. I shouldn't be expecting that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, I agree. Word. That was a lot of emotions, guys. Yeah. This is why you should just not date <laughs> South Asians. South Asians. <laughs> Take it from me. Uh, okay. I, that is a fantastic moral of the story. <laughs> yeah. I am convinced. Sorry, guys. I am convinced moral on story. that. I should nice try <laughs> an hour of you talking to convince me. Don't date South Asians. I will say it always blows my mind how normal non-South Asian guys are. I was on vacation with my girls this weekend. There was this guy, he literally saw us for maybe five minutes, approached us, asked us, like it was just so normal. Whereas Muslim guys will spend six months like being your fake friend, and, like yes. texting you on the low, and, like not really talking to you in public. Yes. Like, and you still have no idea if they're into you yeah. or not. Whereas yeah. non, it's non-South Asian that, guys will just be like, "Hey, you're gorgeous. What's up? Can I get your number?" Yeah. And it's oh, yeah. wow, you're normal. We can be adults and interact. Yeah. That's really interesting. No, it's incredibly, incredibly refreshing. 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 Dating yeah. non-South Asian. Yeah. yeah. Um, people. Sign me up. Because Sign yeah, up. it's I'm not. Done. There's no. Well, I guess it. It also depends. Like. It, 
uh, normal, non mature, non-South Asian people because they know what they're looking for most of the time. They've done all the and dating. They, they know how to interact. they have experience. Yeah, they've had they like have, the crazy relationships. They, they know what yeah. works for them and what doesn't. Yeah, so they're not trying to beat around the bush or, or run games. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, I, we need to do a part two because we need to talk about like regular dating in the South Asian community yeah. and online dating in the South Asian community yeah. because like there's just some setups it's it's very, it's different, very different from world. how Word. it happens totally organically. Yeah. Um but yeah I guess moral of the story is if you're doing the Rishtha thing, you're not alone. If you're frustrated with the experience you're not alone. Um and I know it's harder said than done, but just don't fall don't fall or cave to the pressure of like mm -hmm. getting married yep. ASAP. That yeah. you don't need to settle if you don't That's want the to. Golden line and in such night. an inorganic process, try yeah. to make it as organic as you can because I think that's really the yes. only way to like get to know somebody. Yeah, um, absolutely. Or and if you know some nice boys for Aisha, she's a lovely girl. <laughs> yeah, or don't date South Asians. But if you insist on it. Um, and you're a nice South Asian boy who's normal and nice and not going to be jackass. Yeah. What I should know. Wait, like who now? You. You. Why? Oh. You're looking for. Oh, yeah. right, I am. If we set you up, will you? If we set you up, will you promise to listen to each week? Wait, Aisha. If we successfully set you up, will you promise promise to listen to each episode? Um, I will listen to each episode. That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, no, you owe it to, to me to listen. Okay, I will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, part two coming soonish. Soon? So, what are we? We're doing this every two weeks. So, yeah. look for in the next two weeks. In hopefully. November. Where the F is this year oh, going? Jesus H. Christ. Oh That's my good. God. Yeah. After November. Halloween. Oh, shoot me. All right, All right guys. Um, tweet us at oh, Cold yeah. Shoulder Cat. Um, uh, what's tweet? Nisi, N E E C I. And Instagram, I'm Mahek Jamil. And Faiza is the shoulder, the shoulder cat. Aisha. The cold shoulder oh, cat. Shit, yeah. sorry. The cold sh the shoulder cat. Wow. <laughs> the shoulder cat. Great plug. <laughs> the, the cold shoulder cat on Aisha, what's your what's your online persona? <clears throat> is your stuff even public? Uh, no, I think everything is private. Oh. But I'll like everything and share everything that you guys post. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Aisha's friends. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. This See is ya. fun. Did you have a good time? I did have a great time. Good. I hope Come that um, my experience has helped someone out there. Someone, one lost soul out there. Yeah. They Girl, you're not alone. Remind or me guy. how much it sucks. <laughs> that mm -hmm. makes me yeah. feel better. It's not fun. Please, we need to just change the trend. Let's let's start making it fun. Let's start relaxing. Faiza, maybe you can think of a you know a good way to make it more relaxing. Wish the lives matter. Hashtag. Don't date South Asia. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> don't 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 date South Asians. All right. Um, sounds good. See you guys in two weeks. Bye. 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 -bye.